this is FD Talks, a brand new podcast series by Funeral Directors Live, where we explore ideas, insights, and solutions for serving families in a rapidly changing marketplace. Well, hello and welcome once again to a special edition of FD Talks. Today we're going to spend a little bit of time uh, reflecting on the recent Reignite Summit that we had just a, a few weeks ago. And we have with us today Chris Seal, again, uh, President and CEO of Funeral Directors Life. And Chris, I know that um, you know we did get those survey results, which were all anonymous, but there was some, some really interesting feedback. And I think that... I think that really served a good purpose for us. What kind of uh, responses have you heard? What kind of feedback have you heard? Oh, the responses that I have had have been incredible. Uh, they were so grateful that we would bring this content to the profession. Um, obviously, it's the Funeral Service Leadership Summit, so we really wanted to make some kind of impact on our profession with the two speakers that we had, obviously talking about culture uh, and talking about being a heart-led leader. And I think those are two things that really came through. I mean, the, the, having a culture of positivity and having, um, you know, becoming a heart-led leader, I think those are two things that really resonated to, uh, to the industry professionals. Just the feedback that I got by text message, by note cards. I mean, I got a couple of note cards from people, handwritten notes, plus all of the survey information that we received just overwhelmingly uh, positive results from the Reignite Summit. I know one of the things that I was really surprised to see, and it was several people that added comments that were just, they were expecting like a how-to video or, you know, just yeah. for it to be something that's more, uh, uh, has to do with, with uh, procedures and things like that. But this was all, this was all feel-good stuff. Yeah, it was. You know, the main thing that we wanted people to get from this is the need to establish this culture of positivity and that it's not something that happens overnight. It's something that you have to adopt and determine uh, as leadership uh, in a funeral home or leadership in a business that that's the direction you're going to go. And you have to be confident in sticking with it, understanding that you need to trust people until they prove they can be trusted rather than the reverse that you need to come in to them and have a discussion with them about how to establish this culture of positivity. Get them to buy into this as well. And it takes time to do that. And so I think that really came through is that it's not a, a quick fix kind of issue that needs to be resolved immediately or there are these how-to steps that can get things done immediately. Um, you know, you've got to be able to work on that and work on yourself as a leader because again, Rob, as we've talked about, it's one of those deals where as a leader, you have got to look in the mirror first and say, if I want things to change in my work environment, then what really needs to change? It's me as the leader. I need to make the change first and then encourage my people to come along with me. I think that's why day one was so important to kind of set the stage for that with John O'Leary. Yeah. You know, he talked about overcoming so much adversity. Every day he overcomes tremendous adversity and, and all he, he, he literally lives in awe. Oh, absolutely. I was just amazed at how he was operating his PowerPoint and remaining positive with that. I mean, he was doing all that himself and he doesn't have the fingers to do it. I attempted to do that the other day just to do, I was doing a, a specific thing on a webinar and I was trying to do it like John. I couldn't do it with all 10 fingers. I mean, that guy is absolutely amazing. And just the, you know, he just wakes up with this spirit of positivity. And, and that's something that I think all of us should do. All of us who are healthy and don't wake up in pain. You know, he talked about that 
quite a bit. Every day he wakes up in pain, but every day he's giving thanks for the life that he's got. So that attitude of gratefulness, uh, that attitude of generosity that he has, because he constantly wants to give back to people and, and give back to leaders, to shape leaders, to understand how they can be a positive influence on others by simply being positive people. And I think that came through loud and clear. Based on the comments that I read, I mean, that was something that a lot of people really appreciated. Absolutely. It just felt so good to to hear him talk. And then day two with uh, Tommy Spaulding. Yeah. um, That was pretty phenomenal stuff. I really wasn't that familiar with his body of work until we started doing research into having him come in but uh just he can he overcame quite a bit of adversity too in his younger years and sure. just his his the 18 inches yeah talk to me a little bit about how why you thought that would be something that would resonate with this group well absolutely because i have had to go through that struggle in my life is how to become more of a heart-led leader because i was more of a head led leader i mean i felt like i had the the smarts to take care of things and that i could do it all myself um, and understanding that that's not, not true, that I needed help. And so, again, it's one of those first things you have to recognize in order to be a better leader is that you're the one who needs to make some changes in, 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 their, in your life. And I did myself. And by making those changes, I felt like I led better because I was bringing love to the equation. Um, and that's something that we as leaders, you know, it sounds like a soft thing. But love involves accountability. I mean, when you love your kids, you want what's the best for your kids. So sometimes discipline has to occur and accountability has to occur. But, but you do those things and you have discipline and you have accountability because you love your kids and you want your kids to be the best they can be. Well, if we view our staff, the people that work with us, our team, if we view them that same way, and we view them in a way that you want what's best for them and that you want success for them, then you're going to approach working with your staff in a different way. And that's what Tommy was talking about. It's how to take that knowledge that you have and lead from your heart, to lead from a point of loving your people rather than from a a point of not loving your people until they prove they can be loved or not trusting your people until they prove they can be trusted, but trusting and loving at the beginning and making it happen that way. And I think that's what comes through with that heart-led leadership. And I think that's what Tommy was explaining in his presentation to us. And I think it came through loud and clear. So I was really glad that we had Tommy there. And like you said, I mean, he overcame being dyslexic when uh, really trying to figure out if someone is dyslexic was so difficult back in the day when he was growing up. I had a friend who was dyslexic and they could never understand why he was having problems in school because they couldn't identify it. And so I, I could understand his struggle because I had a good friend who had the same struggle. But then he overcame that. And I think it's so incredible to listen to these stories where you have a John O'Leary, you have a Tommy Spaulding who overcame adversity, but they overcame it by being positive. You know, by having this, this mentality of, I'm not going to let these things get in the way of my success. I'm not going to let these things get in the way of my happiness. I'm not going to let these things get in the way of my relationship with my people or with people in general. Relationships, as you could tell with both Tommy and John, is what came through is the relationship with somebody, with another person, is the most important thing. And man, I tell you, that just resonated with me like crazy. What are some things that we might have learned through this that maybe we can apply to future summits moving forward? Yeah, well, I think based on the feedback that we've got, 
is that I would say we need to do more things like this because I think the funeral profession has been craving something that would bring uh, some ideas and some thought to how to develop a better culture and how to develop a better team within the funeral home. You know, we see in our profession a lot of times younger funeral directors coming into the funeral profession and they leave the profession within the first five years or so of their of their their time in the profession because they just can't seem to fit or can't seem to get along or there's issues with the ownership or there's issues in the culture of the funeral home. And I think that that by coming in and trying to help funeral home owners and managers and, and even staff who currently is in the funeral profession, where they can be that, quote, 360 degree leader, like we've heard from John Maxwell, where you can lead no matter where you are in your position with an organization. But I think if we can speak into those, to all those people from the perspective of, of leadership and the right kind of leadership, I think that that's going to resonate for a long time. But really, the motivational aspect and just the, you know, feeling good when you're done with a, a, a presentation like that, I think those are things that, that come through. But also, you know, one of the things that came back on the surveys was about uh, burnout. We got a lot of people who said they'd like to hear us come up with some more things or, or something that would help with burnout. And I think that we're going to do that. We're going to focus on those things. Um, that's one of the first things we're really going to focus on. But we want to bring content that will be motivational, but at the same time, we'll bring a, a, a learning aspect of how to be a better leader, no matter where you are in the organization. I think that's, that's a good point to talk about, too, because just the, the type of speakers, I think, if we continue down this path of, of making sure that it's content that, that we would want to hear, and then we're getting feedback from our, the, the participants who are participating in the summit that they want to hear as well. Mm-hmm. So I think it's good to know that. Um, and like I said before, those surveys, they, they are completely anonymous. Mm-hmm. So you know we don't know who, who made which comments, but uh, there was just really, really good feedback. Mm-hmm. And I think... That's that's something that's mm-hmm. that we value. I think in the, in our culture here is feedback. We like sure. to hear from the field. We like to hear how things are going and what's in demand. Yeah, absolutely. And another thing we got from the surveys is people saying they appreciated value valued the fact that it was somebody not in the funeral profession that they were looking at this from a different angle, and there were also big name type presenters. Mm-hmm. They weren't just your you know someone who, who's off the street trying to tell you how to do things. Uh, these guys are experienced. They're knowledgeable. They're bringing some great content, um, and and having that type of professional presentation, and giving that motivation uh, to the listeners, man, that's a big deal. And yeah, I'd love to do live type events, but you know what, Rob, I'm thankful that we have something like Zoom that we can have a meeting like that, and people from all over the nation can attend. Maybe even people who can't afford to come to an event can get online and watch this and since we have it for continuing education as well you know that even makes it even that much more of of a draw for funeral directors to participate and that's what we want we want more funeral directors and funeral professionals coming into this this type of a presentation into our reignite because we simply want to reignite our funeral profession into believing that, that they can establish a great culture, 
that they can establish a, a, a culture of positivity and they can become a heart-led leader no matter where they are in the organization. I know I saw you taking notes during the presentations, both of them, and, and so was I, but I also saw people interacting that, that were, it wasn't disruptive at all, but they were commenting and uh, there, were, there were times when John even was like, you know, acknowledging those people who, and their comments and stuff like that. So that's, 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 a, that's something new that we really haven't gotten to experience before. And I think that really add a lot of enrichment and engagement to, to the, the experience. I absolutely loved it. I mean, I love that interactive type experience and presentation. It's not just someone up there who's giving a one hour speech. It's someone who is actually getting feedback and we're getting feedback. And I know you and I were following the chat and the questions. Absolutely love that. And that's where, you know, it's, it's funny. Uh, we brought up the fact, or I brought up the fact about, it's like brushing your teeth, you know, something you have to do all the time uh, because of some of the comments that were going on and, and what John was saying when, when John O'Leary was making his presentation. But, you know, there, there again, you don't see the effects of something unless you do it consistently over time. That was the point. You know, I had a lot of my friends text me and say, say, hey, keep brushing your teeth. You know, we, we don't want to see any problems there with your oral, uh, you know, issues or anything <laughs> like that. So I, I get that, and, and I'm glad they were able to have fun. But to reiterate the point, it's something that you have to do consistently over a period of time before you will start seeing positive effects. It's like exercise. We talked about fitness, too, and that, you know, you don't see results if you just go out and do one workout. You don't see results if you do two or three or four or five workouts. You have to do it consistently over a period of weeks before you start seeing the effects of that. It's like your diet. I mean, just because you don't eat anything one day doesn't mean you're going to lose weight. You have to think about it and get the proper diet and do it over a, 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 a time period in order to see results. So I think that's the main thing I wanted our listeners to take away from that discussion about brushing your teeth is the fact that you've got to do things consistently over time. So if you want to have a great culture and you want to have a culture of positivity, every day you've got to bring that to the table. Every, every uh, interaction you have with someone, you've got to bring that to the table. And so that's what I hope our, our listeners got from that as well. But I'm grateful for the chat that caused us to think about things like that. And I think... That's going to pay off in the future, too, as we do more uh, reignite uh, funeral service leadership summits. Awesome. Well, Chris, thanks for coming in the studio today. Yeah. I really appreciate it. Um, wanted to let you guys know that our marketing department has uh, prepared uh, several documents for you, including a takeaway document that kind of highlights a lot of the things that Chris and I talked about today. Some of the things that you might not have remembered if you weren't taking notes either. Um, and you can find those, all those materials are on our website, funeraldirectorslife.com forward slash reignite. Thank you so much, and we will see you next time. If you would like to reach out to us about this episode or this series, please visit us online at funeraldirectorslife.com forward slash FDTalks. There you can find information about this episode and submit any comments, suggestions, or feedback about our series. And we also welcome your ideas for future episodes. Join us next time on FD Talks as we explore ideas, insights, and solutions for serving families in a rapidly changing marketplace.